behind home plate. We bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to Birdland. You know what's up, up. Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Now, here come the boys from Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336. I am your endearingly sitting host, Matt Sroka. As always, joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt, that's a little different. It's like I can reach through the screen and touch you. I'm in studio. You can physically touch me as we're sitting right next to each other. It's, this is my uh, first uh, time in in Josh's studio, and it's it's got a good vibe to it. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely set up for one person. Yeah. So if this becomes a regular thing, we'd have to tra- set up a little bit more. But I'm in a little stool in the corner here. All right. It's not like we had back in uh, Maryland where we had a four person set up at all times, but it works. But it feels a little bit throwback to you asked me if I want to do it from the couch, which would be a real throwback to some of our first episodes where we were literally yeah. all just sitting around the couch. Yeah, or I saw a flashback uh, this week of us recording when we would go up to the church and sit in the church library and record. Oh, I forgot we did that. We did that for a few episodes yeah. as, uh, I don't know, if the house <laughs> was being sold, yeah, I, think. I think. it was might a have been period why. of transition. Yeah, so I saw a throwback photo of that, which w- was fun. Well, and now it's I see some other video podcasts, and I guess it's cool to go back to your couches again. Right, yeah. there's a lot now that record from their couches as to set up, I guess, a couch vibe. Yeah, I don't. There's definitely, I mean, now there's video podcasts. This episode's not video, but we've no. been back to streaming live and all. But yeah, now everyone's doing video podcasts, and I feel like we, we've, I mean, next we, we start our eleventh year yeah. of podcasting. I know Josh just loves talking about how many years he's been doing this. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's it's been cool. No, but this room definitely has better vibes than me sitting at my dining room table with no Oriole stuff where I'm surrounded by, you know, probably 100 bobbleheads and Oriole hats. And then there's the, the uh, Hank Aaron and Cal Ripken signed bats with Jorge Mateo's signed bat in between Hank Aaron and uh, Cal Ripken. Yeah, I, t- I told you it's appropriate. <laughs> That's the placement. Um, Love that. And I was showing you all... I was showing you last week in the Cabbage Patch style, yeah, but when it. you see it in person, you realize how big it is and how I have no spot to put it yet because it's so big. Yeah, it's it's big. In the box. Yeah, it's big. But yeah, uh, welcome to my home office. And, no, I'm happy uh, to be here. podcast studio. Yeah, it's my first time visiting this house, this podcast studio and all. So yeah, you, I'm, you, you I'm said Right. You said you'd make it by the end of the year and you just snuck in. That's right. With, with a day to spare. So... Check that off the list. Now, you have to come to make it. I've been at my house longer than you've been at your house. Yeah, it's true. But I visited you before you visited me. It's kind of messed up. That is that is true. Yeah. Um, I have no excuse, except we have been looking at the calendar, and we've marked the, uh, as I've pressed the button and my desk started to move. Yeah, we that have was weird. The, you stayed the same. I thought you were like falling over, but it was just your desk getting we, higher. Yeah. Weird. We have marked on the calendar the Cherry Blossom Festival. All right. To see if maybe we can come up around that time frame and bring the camper yeah. and camp up in Macon. All right. Either on a campground or in your driveway. We got some space. We got a good size yard. We got space there. Um, and yeah, Cherry Blossom Festival. I don't need to tell you how many Cherry Blossom Festivals we have, how many Cherry Blossom trees we have. I know a lot more than DC. I know it's more than, more than DC. DC, DC gets right all now. the credit. Yep. And Macon gets no love. 
So yeah, we're looking at that. I think that was in March or February or something. Yeah, March. Yeah. All right. So cool. Yeah. No, that 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 should be fun. But now there is one problem with you joining, like coming down this week to do the podcast. What's live. the problem? There's no Orioles news. Yeah, I know. We were talking about pre-show. You know, I always do the Orioles, then Google, and then hit the news, and it was nothing. It was some people rehashing um, national the John media. Angelos. Yeah, national media has picked up on the John Angelos, Angelos yeah. family drama, Yeah, and they're starting to just rehash it. There's nothing new there, but there's new stories talking about the same old stuff that we've talked about a bunch of times. Yeah, nothing new there. So um, there is... A, a lack of news. Certainly, uh, there's still. I mean, I don't know. We didn't talk about the Dodgers signing everybody um, and spending a yeah. billion dollars, and how maybe the whole system of ba- baseball is broken, and the Dodgers broke it, and now we'll have to make new rules just because the Dodgers. But um, so there's some, been some baseball stories out there, but in terms of the Orioles, um, no, and and not even any, uh, and I didn't expect it, but not even any good rumors. No, like, every now and then you'll hear there someone was, say Dylan Season Orioles, but but nothing. There's no real uh, no, and that there's was no a, real heat on the stove, if you will. No, and that was a pre-Christmas rumor for Dylan Cease. Yeah, I mean that's been a rumor that's been out there for kind of right. ever. Yeah. Um, no, I, I saw we, even if you go to like the Athletic, BaltimoreBaseball.com. Yeah, they are stooping so low this week that it is quiz and trivia time mm. that they're writing articles about trivia yeah uh so we'll or, or or reflections back on the on the past year yeah right yeah there's a lot of reflections and, and we, all that we, we've done reflection podcasts in the past yeah, i mean we did a little bit uh, last episode I feel yeah like. and a little bit for thanksgiving we did it yeah thanksgiving yeah that i don't think we need to look back because i mean 2024 is a chance where we have a chance to win the super bowl and the world series in the same year yeah, that's is that our new res, New Year's resolution to go to a Super Bowl and a World Series? Uh, as at least to have our team to go to a Super Bowl. And a I World do not Series. plan to ever go to a Super Bowl again. Yeah, I cannot afford that. Yeah, I was. Uh, Dad told me that he looked at what the tickets were going for for the Super Bowl already, and for decent seats, we're talking about multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it this year? The Miami, it Las Vegas. Oh, is it Las Vegas? I think Las Vegas, but I'm not. Don't. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what, that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I mean, after... Um, you are right. It is in Las Vegas yeah, Par- after, or Paradise, Nevada. After the Ravens whooped up on the 49ers, that's becoming more and more likely each week. Josh, what do, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, what's, I think the interesting story that's merged this week, after the we beat down Purdy and the 49ers, yeah. is this whole MVP discussion for Lamar. And maybe he doesn't have the best stats. Purdy has better stats still. Josh Allen yeah. has better stats. He's not the most, hasn't thrown for the most yards, not the most touchdowns, not the most accurate, yeah. not the highest QB rating. Right. But he's been, he kind of, but he, he's the most important player on a really yeah, great and team. That's, that's the big difference. The big difference is any of those other guys, you could put Joe Flacco in that offense and get the same results. Wow. Well, but, I, I mean, I mean, well, you're talking you could, about an elite quarterback and Joe Flacco, so maybe that's a bad comparison. Right, right. I'm saying you can put another quarterback in that position. Uh, another quarterback on the Ravens does not do what Lamar does. He is the most valuable person on the team, which means he's the most valuable player to his team. So it depends on how you want to give out that MVP award for the. But as far as who's the most important to their team, it's Lamar. 
Yeah, I mean, but, you're, you're always going to have that with top quarterbacks, right? Top quarterbacks are always going to be the most important to, to their team, right? Right. Couldn't you say the same thing about Josh Allen? I yeah, mean, the Bills but, would be nothing without Josh Allen. But Lamar is different because the entire Ravens offense was kind of redesigned and built around him. Yeah. And we saw it in the 49ers game. And I think the 49ers game got a lot of conversations of this going because it was showcased on national primetime Christmas, Christmas night where we saw three to four or five plays where Lamar scrambled without leaving, without uh, running the ball. Like he, he adjusted himself in the pocket or moved around, scrambled, and still was able to throw the ball. And there's very few quarterbacks, if any, that can do that. Lamar keeps plays alive. More than anyone else. And at that same respect, he had that big, I think it was third and 14, third down and 14 yards to go. We had the big scramble um, to, yep. to also, which was a huge play in the game. So Tim, he finds ways to make the, those big plays. It's just, it's an interesting discussion because like, what does it goes back to that? What does MVP mean? That should it yes. go with the best stats? There's, there's a lot of discussions here about, oh, people who based it on stats and people who watch the game. And frankly, this year, I think more than any other year in my life, Josh, I think this year I've watched more football thanks to YouTube TV, thanks to the multi-view. Like I think oh, I've watched the mul- more the multi-view. football content at the NFL this year than any other year before. The multi-view in YouTube TV is awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, I, yeah. And, and, then the, and I think what also helps is there's no other clear, like if Buffalo was doing this and had the Ravens record, then I think Josh Allen could have a strong right. argument. If Mahomes was having a typical Mahomes year and the Chiefs are having typical, well, then that would be it. So I think part of this, too, is the lack of – we talk about lack of great teams. I think there's a lack of kind of that elite player this year. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting because Lamar Jackson, it was a huge shift because Brock Purdy was by far the favorite to win it. Then after one game, it was like, now Lamar is the favorite to win it. Well, he – what, five so interceptions? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's a that, bad game. Yeah. But, but but we'll see what happens at Miami. I think it'll be that, that's like you're in you're in line for National Honor Society, and then you put up an F. Yeah, it's it's a tough look. But what if he comes back and has, you know, two great games in the season, and what if the Ravens lose the next two? Right, I think that would right. shift the narrative completely. Yeah, because the Ravens. Well, if the Ravens can take care of business this week in my uh, host in Miami, then they're just Lamar's not playing the last game. Right, because you locked up the one seed. Right, so you lock up that one seed. Then you can just relax, which would be great because the one knock against Lamar all the time, especially this time of year, is health. And we're almost there. We've and almost we've, made it to the playoffs. We've almost has Lamar made it to the playoffs yet? Yeah, yeah. In his career, yes. Without with where he's healthy, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. And and he had that really terrible game against the Chargers a few years back. That's right. The, That's right. Because the knock where? on him now is there's two knocks on Lamar. He always wants to go for it. No, no, it's it's the health factor. Yeah, can, can and, oh, and, yeah. and then and the playoffs. Yeah, He's had he no playoff it. success. Yes, both because of injury and because of poor performance. Right. So, but this is the best opportunity. This is the best team he's ever had. Right. And he seems to be healthy. Yes, but we got to get through this next week with Lamar being healthy, and it seems like every week. I mean, we had a scare with Kyle Hamilton last week, and we had Mitchell out the week right. before, and. Of course, we know about Mark Andrews, so it seems like every week you just hope that you can get through healthy. And uh, yeah, and that's not you're not even mentioned in Dobbins beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, our number one running back. Yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, it looks like Hamilton will be able to play this week. And you hope your Stanley can stay healthy and your offensive line can stay intact. Yeah, the 49ers were having that problem on Christmas night, where like they were down to like their last 
like linemen. Yeah, and you see this. I mean, if you look at the injury list for Miami game for both Miami and the Ravens, there's like 20 players on each. On each and it's, yeah. just, it's just time of the season. Well, it's also, it's also why that buy is important. Also, it's week 17. Yeah. Like it's the end of the season. It's what should be the end of the season. The season the should be end, ending. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's this whole 18 week season definitely has to play a little of it. Yeah. Hey, Josh, that was pretty good Ravens talk by us. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. But hey, when the or- Orioles, it's we blame, blame the Orioles. If they give us no news, we got to lean into the other bird. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. This is though we are, um, you know, day away from two days away from New Year's Eve. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, New Year's Eve of Sunday. Right? Yeah, I, we're Sunday. recording this on Friday the 29th. Yeah, so you know, it's the time to make New Year's resolutions. It's time to make new goals. It's time to set our sights on the future. Yeah. Um, so in terms of, and every year, I feel like we, we do this, we kind of look at this through the lens of the Orioles and through baseball and through this podcast and kind of some resolutions we have going forward yep. to, to, to the new year. Um, Josh, this year is going to try to attend, to hit every single stadium in baseball, all 30. That is a, uh, not a this year. I will yeah. knock off a few. I have a few marked on the calendar to knock off next year. Okay. All right. So 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 let's get into it, Josh. Right. You have some Orioles or sports resolutions that for you want to get done, yeah, or for us. Uh, either yeah. way, I would like to. This. I would like to attend an Orioles World Series. Okay, that will be my New Year's resolution every year until it happens. Okay, now that's that's a tough one because that's contingent on things completely oh. outside of your control. Yep, it's definitely contingent. Um, but you're not content with just attending another playoff game. I feel no. like I feel like this year. We could say a New Year's resolution was to attend a playoff game, but now we kind of done that, right? We've done that, yeah. yeah. And and, like, and now we want to go further, right? Right. I mean, I still not even ALCS can this year be ALCS and next year be World Series. I'll take any of it, but the resolution is okay. always going to be World Series. World Series. All right. So, um, I mean, I could push it further and be like, I want to attend a World Series parade, yeah, and be like, well, we got to win a World Series, but just get me there this year. All right, we'll do a World Series this year, then, um, then maybe we talk about parades. Next year, I plan my New Year's resolution is to knock some of the stadiums off the list. Okay, I got one on the list I want to knock off. All right, I've got two. I'm planning to knock off this list. What did you knock off this past year? This past year, I knocked off Atlanta. Yep, is that the only one? Uh, that is, is that my only one? Yeah, that's my only one. Okay, I knocked off Tampa Bay. Okay, and uh, Atlanta. All right, I already had Tampa Bay crossed off. Okay, so we might have the same one for this year. The easy one to knock off this year is Miami. That's the one I got. All right. Yep. I'm really. Disapp- that's really the only doable one. I was looking at the schedule, trying to figure out. That's the only doable one for me. Yeah. The uh, I'm really disappointed in the uh, the lack of the weird statue that they don't have that anymore in Miami. Oh, the dolphin. The dolphin thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Miami's like that's a no brainer. That's an easy one to knock off. Well, it's as mid- far as the big state. It's a it's, long drive, but yeah. Well, I think it's four hours for me. Oh, four hours. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Oh. That's not bad. Uh, but it's also midweek, so I'll be working remotely. Yeah. But I can make that one work. And that's July, so it's a good summer month for me yep. and my, my yeah. teaching. So the other one I believe I'm going to be crossing off this year is Colorado. Ooh, that's a big one. That's a big one. But uh, Kelly lived out there for a while, so she's been wanting to go back there. Have you ever been to Denver before? I've been to Denver, yes. Okay. So, But not to a Rockies game. No, I've been outside the stadium, but it was winter time. Yeah. So I'm going to, I believe we're making plans to knock that one off in August. 
Because again, the, the beauty is if you want to hit all these stadiums is you just have to coordinate it with the Orioles because every other year, if they're not playing a game there this year, they're playing a game there next year. Yeah. So there's no game at the – I was looking at it. I couldn't find it. The Orioles don't play at the Braves this year? No. This year the Braves play at Baltimore. Yeah, it's a bummer. So they'll flip-flop every other okay. year. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to cross those two off. I still keep toying with the idea of Toronto and Boston to knock out some more of the AL East. But I'm not sure if those are going to be this year. Yeah, my thanks to this stupid ballpark mystery books. Not stupid. I love these books. But thanks to these books, my son is now obsessed with this idea of watching a game from the hotel room in Toronto in Roger Stadium. At the Sky Dome? Yeah. Or whatever. Roger, Roger, Roger Center. You're right. You're Roger Center, Center. Yeah, yeah. But what used to be Sky Dome? used to be a Holiday Inn. It's probably not a Holiday Inn anymore either. No, it's a Marriott. Okay. Yeah. Um, I looked into this. All right. Um, going rates... How much do you think it costs to get a hotel room game night looking over the stadium? $1,200. That's exactly right. Nice. Nailed it. I think it's like right. $1,100. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, see, I, I've got a little experience with this because I've looked at the pricing at the high at the Hilton in Baltimore yeah. on game day. I looked at the prices of the, of the hotel over at uh, in uh, Truist. Right, right. So I've looked at these prices. So, all right, good. Yeah. $1,200. Bucks. Yep. Yeah. That, um, I would not do that. Right, I would not do that either. I, I maybe we can swing. It's a lot cheaper if you go non game day. So maybe we can swing. Oh, we get one of those seats f- for the day before a game. Right. So you can kind of now, look over the field. Is there a limit to the number of people that can be in this hotel suite? Ooh, that's a good point. No. All right. As far as I'm aware of. So yeah. So a little party. Yeah. You, know, you throw a cover down. Yeah. And you can get everyone back to throw that in a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. How's you the? Give me a I have not looked into the hotel like. I believe they're the first stadium that had the hotel attached. Yeah. Do other stadiums have this? I well, thought they were the only ones. No, I mean, like, Baltimore's got the Hilton. Yeah, but it's Truist not, got that, part, but of it's not part of the stadium. Like, like this is. Yeah. All right. Um, how is the views from the hotel room? I don't know. Based on the pictures I've looked at, they're really good. Like box like not seats? Hilton. No, not box seats. But, like, um, I don't know. I would I would like, like maybe our top row in the left field. Uh, camping yards kind of that vibe um, okay all right and they got big windows so no balcony no balcony just big old windows all right i'm looking at i'm looking at some of the pictures yeah. online now yeah um but but that also seems to me and this is not i'm not doing it this year but that seems to me like i don't know if i'm ever gonna do it in my lifetime but that seems to me if i go to toronto that's gonna be a cooperstown toronto maybe even another stadium up north kind of trip um, which I'm not prepared to do at this juncture in my life, but hopefully within the next five years, I like to make that trip to Toronto. Which I've been to. I've been to 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 Rogers Center. I haven't been to see a game though. I just been to in there eat at a restaurant and um, during the off season. So, so, yeah. so that's on my list. It's it's kind of cool because I was just looking at a comment under one of the photos where the guy was saying like, book it for a Saturday game because then you get to like. Go, go there and you get to go in and watch them like set up and get ready for the game. You get to watch the post game stuff, the cleanup, players on the field stretching, and all this cool stuff. That why, why is that a Saturday thing? I don't know. Why wouldn't that be a, a Tuesday thing? I don't know. Okay. I don't know why I said a Saturday. <laughs> Maybe they do more things on a Saturday. Yeah. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. But uh, I see the appeal, but they may, it's pricey. Yeah, it's pricey. It's pricey. When you can sit, like, what would you rather do? Sit there or get box seats for probably the same price. I don't know. Um, 
I might go with the box seats. But there's something cool, especially as a kid, wanting to stay in a hotel room. Combine that with baseball is just kind of a, a kid's dream right there. Apparently, they have a slight problem with people that rent these hotel rooms yeah. and want to be exhibitionists. Uh, and want to show a little bit more of themselves to the stadium because I guess or the, them and their uh, the girlfriend. Sta- yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Because it is a hotel room, and I guess the hotel room is people can see in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And apparently you can rent it for, ho- you can get the hotel room when there's concerts and everything as well. Yeah, yeah. This guy done, which is pretty neat. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm not interested in concerts, so. So, all right. but that's cool. Uh, we got distracted. But yeah. so, yeah, so we're so not in Miami and maybe, and you might knock off a Colorado. And I, yeah, I'm going to knock off Colorado, I believe. Okay. So. That'd be a good one. Uh, and then I missed this past year, did not do any spring training, so I'm going to try to hit spring training this year. Okay. Yeah, you're in Florida. Might as well do it. And I, I might do that as well. That's a, that's a maybe for me. Um, but it's something we've both done before. Yes. When, yep. Nothing new. Yeah. All right. So, um. I believe that is my only like New Year's resolution about myself and the or the Orioles. Okay. Uh, yeah, in, in that same vein, I'm a huge fan of going to my, my, minor league games. So we've hit all the minor league parks. I think within like three hours of my house, we might need to stretch out further. But you, I want to check out some more minor league stadiums. Yeah, you got to come down to the Jumbo Shrimp. Yes, I want to see the Tides and the Jumbo Shrimp go at it. Um, even if Jackson Holly is not there or Heston Kerstad or all these studs aren't there, so I want to come. Yeah. That will, yeah, they won't be. But it's interesting. I did want to ask you about Kobe Mayo, so maybe we can talk a little bit about him later. Yeah. Because he'll he, be there. Will he be there? Yes. Or do they find a way? And that's what I want to talk to you about is about how they can get him up. To the majors? Yeah, to the majors. Oh, I think there's no shot. Why? Because I don't think he's ready. I think he's what, 20, 21? He's 21 years right. old. So he's not, all right. I don't think he's developmentally. I don't think they, they see him. Well, there. my it, well, that's my question. Is his numbers are good, but they're not fantastic at Norfolk. He's like our number four prospect overall, or something. Yeah, but, but he's a third baseman. So how do you get him there when you have Gunnar Henderson and Jackson Holiday? Well, that's the same question you, you asked about Joey Ortiz and Connor Norby. Right. Like, how do you get any of these guys up there? Do you move them to first base? But yep. then you got Mount Castle and O'Hearn. I think long term the answer is probably first base. But I think this is the discussion for 2025, not 2024. All right. Um, but yeah, I think he'll play first base. All right. And so, so yeah, st- I think if I would predict, I would say 2025, you're starting first baseman is Kobe Mayo. Okay. And then you're just leaving Joey Ortiz out to dry. And what about Connor Norby? Oh, yeah, Norby. Both yeah. those guys. Yeah. No, no, no room for him. That, I mean, that's the discussion. I mean, this is, are they going to spend their entire life at AAA? It seems like they have to be traded. Right. And. When it, it makes sense to trade them now? For Dylan Cease. Yeah. Yes, it would make sense to trade them now for Dylan Cease. The question is, what does it take to get, to get that deal done? Um, and you also never know. Like, it's good to have options, right? I mean, everyone assumes everyone will be healthy and play forever, right? Uh, but what happens if, you know, players get hurt and players miss whole seasons, um, and so it's right. good to have depth there. And I think Joey Ortiz and Connor Norby represent really good infield depth. But you also feel bad because you feel like right now, Norby and Ortiz could be starting for many other 20 teams, teams yeah. in the majors. Um, and they're not getting the shot, shot here because we just have better prospects and better. I mean, between Westberg, Henderson, Holiday, that's your infield. Westberg, Henderson, and Holiday. Um, right. And that's your, that's your infield now. 
that's your infield next year. That's your infield four years from now. <laughs> it's those those three guys. And so, um, is Ortiz a utility guy? You think he's better than that, maybe? Um, but if I'm if I'm another team, I would love to have Connor Norby or Joey Ortiz. I'd love to have him. So, what about Samuel Basalo? Do you trade him as well now? Absolutely, you trade Samuel or Basalo. or do you trade these other guys? And you know that you got to move uh, Rutschman to first base in a few years. No, I think Rutschman's a long-term catcher, at least for the next, you know, however long his contract's here. And so Samuel Basello, who could move to first base. Right. But but his value goes down when you move to first base, right? Correct. So I think, And they're saying he's like an even better frame and catcher than... Yeah, and he's got a good arm, and he's yeah. great offensively. So my point is, Josh, I think other teams want these guys would value him more as a catcher than we would value him as a first baseman. That makes so sense. So then, why do we not have Dylan Cease yet? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if if I'm the White Sox, I do Basello for Cease straight up because I think Sammy Basello is right. is a franchise altering catcher. Um, but maybe the White Sox don't want to budge on that, and maybe I mean the argument to keep it, but but Basello is when not everyone knows his name. He's right. not the number one ranked prospect. I think. I mean, everybody in baseball know, knows him. Yeah, he's, he's number five right now on our roster. On yeah, our he's number ranks. five. Yeah, but by the end of the year, he'll be what? Uh, one let's or two. see. Holiday will be up. Kerstet will probably be up. Kalser will be up. Yeah, he's yeah. moving up to number one, two. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden we're trading our number one prospect and a top ten prospect in baseball. So you're saying so maybe we're it's holding not on the hottest him. time yet. Right. Maybe his stock can still rise a little bit more. Gotcha. Which, of course, there's always risk in that, but but maybe you're holding that on. But I, I, I just don't see us. I mean, and you could like do Weeders half the games at first base, half the games at catcher, Bacello half the games at first base. Half you, mean, games you mean Rutschman? You mean yeah, Rutschman? Who did I just say? You said Weeders. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sta- I was staring at that Weeders signed Weeders jersey you have right there. And- <laughs> And you're talking about catchers. I thought you were like doing a flashback, and I was like, I didn't remember Matt Weeders playing half and half. No, but I mean, but you could do Rutschman half and half to yeah. You could you could play games with it. Yeah. But the thing that makes sense most sense to me is you have this great asset that other teams would value much more than you would. I mean, do you know how hard it is to find a really good catcher who can hit and yeah. be good defensively? I would feel like teams will give whatever you yeah. want. I feel like you could get an ace for uh, for a guy of that talent. Yeah, it's so. a, the Orioles have a great asset. Yeah, that's All what right. I'm saying. Um, and so, yeah, that's something to watch. I mean, you would have to think 2024, we haven't done any major trades for with these prospects. We've done no. small, um, uh, but we haven't done... Who's a major trade that Elias has made, a major prospect Elias none, has traded? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't traded anyone that I would really classify as a prospect. And I think the year 2024, I know we're getting distracted from New Year's resolution talk, but it seems like this has to be the year of where some of these guys move. All right, so last year he traded Lopez. Jorge Lopez, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about, yeah. But I'm, I'm not talking, I'm talking about trading yeah, I'm trying guys to, from our top 30. Yeah, he didn't trade any of them. Right. That's, that's, what, I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to see. Even this picture we got uh, from, the, from the Royals this, this offseason, we traded a he traded, Dominican. He traded Pareto, Drew Rahm, and Zach Showalter. Right. He traded for Jack Flaherty. For Jack Flaherty. So yeah. I guess Drew, Drew Rahm was, I think, a top 30 in that. All right, scenario. so that's fine. That's one, but that's, um, I don't know. Uh, we traded wrong. Easton Lucas right for Fujinami, right? That's nothing. He's not a top thirty guy. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We we oh, we got Danny Colomb for cash, right? 
let's see, we traded Daryl Hernandez. Oh yeah, Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. Hernandez. He's a top thirty guy. That was for Cole Irvin. Right, Cole Irvin, the one for one swap. Uh, no, we got two. We got who else? We, we got Cole we Irvin? got minor leaguer right hander, minor league right hander Kyle Verbitsky. Okay, I n- I always thought about that as a one on one trade. All right, good for us. All right, then we. Um, uh, so, okay, so that's actually I think the biggest name with that whole group is yeah. Uh, we got okay. O'Hearn for cash. Yeah. McCann for Dela Cruz. Right, right, yeah. Nothing. And that that's it. That's all his tra- that's all yeah. his trades. Yeah. So So he's he's traded a few lower level prospects. No um, top thirty. Maybe really. mid level of Tucker her nice and um and, and Drew Rahm, but but no big names there, right? Right. Um and for like trade for bullpen help, trade for back end rotation. But I, I'm I'm waiting for the move. You would have to think it's going to come for a top arm um, that we trade this prospects for. But but we'll see. But I think this 2024 could be the year of some trades. Um, I I hope so. I hope so because he said we'd be in the market for a starting pitcher. Yeah, and it's not. I don't think it's going to happen for agency, right? I don't think we're signing I don't, Snell. I don't think I want Snell or uh, Montgomery. Yeah, I would prefer. I think Montgomery of the two. But, but like, yeah, but they're, but they're not the best. No, fits. I'm happy with my guys versus yeah. the free agents. Yeah. So I, let's make a trade. Yeah, I think there's players available in the trade market who would be better than either of them, and you get more years of control and less money in the case of of, of, of Galaxies. All right. So other New Year's resolutions, Josh. Yep. Um, and this one, I think we might also do something with the podcast if you're if you're up for it. But I, I've had a good, really good reading year, but. In terms of reading books, oh, but a lot of my reading has been focused on like best books a year, like more literary novel type okay. stuff, and I want to get away from that some. I'm sick of kind of ty- I'm tired of that genre, and cause some of the highbrow stuff, and I want to get to some some of the, like I started a fantasy series, but I want to get to some also baseball. I I loved oh, reading baseball books. And I've gotten away from it. So you want to do like a three three six book club? Yeah, a little book club Where involving li- either a oral book or baseball book involving some oral history or baseball history. All right. Where All right. we can read it, have like a month where we read it and and, and discuss talk about it, it, and then and we maybe have the author on or whatever. Yeah, do something with it. So I thought that okay. could be fun. That could be a fun thing as we count down to opening day. So on a personal level, I want to read a couple more baseball books. Do you have a? I was going to say, do you have any books picked out? No, I haven't. I haven't looked at it. Um, All right, there's a there's. I'll look at Derek Arnold's Goodreads because he's always reading good baseball books. I oh, like. I don't. I always forget about Goodreads. I downloaded a couple books for the cruise. I'm finished. I'm uh, probably two thirds of the way through Holly. Okay, that you've been on that for a while. You I know I've been on that for up. a long time. Yeah. So I'll wrap that up. I have tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. I don't know that. I don't know. It's a, some popular book. Okay. And then I have, uh, I keep looking at, and I haven't downloaded it yet, the Bo Jackson book. Oh, is that newer? Yeah, it came out this a few months ago. It's a memoir. No, it's uh, it's it's, it's an auto. Uh, it's a biography. Okay. It's gotten good re- reviews. It's uh, the last folk hero. Okay. That's that's borderline. I mean, that's a baseball book. So that's, that's, that's kind of something that might fit. It's uh, it's by Jeff Perlman. Okay. And it is the last folk hero, the life and myth of Bo Jackson. Okay. So that's on my reading list. I know Bo Jackson is a character that looms large in 
in our memories and I'm yeah, sure the memories in, of a lot of our huge listeners. In, in my childhood as this superhero. We were, we were all little Bo Jacksons in our bedrooms, climbing so. walls. So, all right, that's good. Oh, it says I purchased it on my Kindle on November 27th, 2022. All right. So I guess it didn't it's, come out last year. It's been sitting on my Kindle for over a year all right. and I keep looking at it. I might start it this week. All right. But yeah, I'm all down for a, uh, a, a book, club. book club. Yeah. I think we need to do some type of like check-in like midway through to keep me motivated and working on it. Yeah. I mean, so, that's how book clubs work. Yeah. We'll have the weekly check-ins here on the show. and Okay. Um, then maybe, yeah, maybe, the if, maybe if listeners want to do it with us, we can even... We can, we'll give a heads up on the title. Yeah. And we'll even... You can even join us on like a Zoom type session and we can talk about the book or something. Oh, yeah. Have you a know, do book a, club do a, meeting. A real book club meeting. Record it. Uh, yeah, that could be. That could be fun. So, all right. All right. That works. That's a good uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. Thing. That's combining my personal desires with the podcast, which is always a good, a good mix. All right. Uh, my only other one involves like there is, I think we can anticipate what's the over under for new Orioles podcasts to come out this year. Maybe five. Yeah, I was going to say over under five. Yeah. Yeah, for New Orders podcast yeah. this year. Um, and I listen regularly to Baltimoreans and sporadically to Bird's Eye View. And that's it, I think. I think that's it. And then uh, I will listen occasionally to Locked on Orioles. Okay. I, I don't. And that's more. Of I know like, that's a popular podcast. I, I look at things about. I look it. And at I follow the him on Twitter. He's a great following. Yeah, I look at the topic, and if it's something, oh, I want a quick learn on this. Yeah, because uh, it's a bunch of stats and stuff. So, like, if we if we trade for a guy, I'll listen to that to okay. get up to speed. Yeah, on, he comes out with stuff real quick on him. Um, but yeah, no, I where are you get what are you getting at? Well, I want to. I want to become. I want to. I want to choose one, and I want to latch on to it. As a loyal listener okay. to another Orioles podcast, All right. specifically one do, maybe a little bit less known. Do you want to come on as a mentor? No, I don't want to be a mentor. Because right. you know, a lot of these other that already exist, we've mentored. But yeah, yeah, sure. You know. Yeah. Bird's eye view, Baltimore ons. Jo- jo- Josh has his fingers in all this stuff. Yeah. We talked about this. Josh has his fingers in every podcast in this. So, uh, I will say I want to uh, stream more this year. I think streaming's good. I think I think streaming more, uh, both three thirty six and like personally, I think there's no reason I shouldn't be able to hop on here after a ball game and talk. And I think the commitment in the past of like Birdland Radio or Birdland Tonight was awesome, and I love doing them. Yeah, we had some good streaks, but I can't do one hundred and sixty two of them myself. A lot of games, yeah. And uh, so I, but I want to do it periodically. I want to hop on after games and talk about it. I. Work on my setup here and hooked up my PlayStation on here because I'm like I want to just get on and play video games and stream and talk yeah. Orioles while playing video games. So I'm going to try that as well this year. All right, cool. Yeah, I don't think we have to. You have to set any commitment to numbers or anything. Just say I want to do it every now and then. Exactly. And when you're in the mood, do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, you and I did a Madden stream. We played yeah. Madden and streamed it. I think we could bring some stuff like that back. Could be yeah. fun. Yeah. I would have to update my Madden. I'm still on 2021. Yeah. Maybe we the do Madden. the show though instead. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the updated show. Um. No, I think that's, I think, yeah, I think it's become easier and easier to do that streaming stuff. Right. So, so I feel and, like. And your setup here is perfect for it. I know we're, we're the old guys in the Baltimore sports podcast world, but I think we can, we can push a little better on that and do a little better. But I, I posted a, a couple camping TikTok videos, got a bunch of views. So I'm like, maybe those should be Oriole videos I start posting. Yeah. No, I think there's, so. I think that's cool. Um, yeah. That's all I got for resolutions. All right. 
Yeah. As far as our podcast. As far as our podcast and, and the Orioles yep. go. I mean, I feel like, I mean, a lot of people can do like watch more games or now, do all get, this. I, I feel good did you get about the, Did you get the MLB.tv email like you watch this many games? Oh, no. Yeah, me either. People keep posting it online and I'm like, and they're always like, oh, I'm in the top 1% of Oriole fans oh. or 3%. I'm like, I know I am because I watched 162 plus games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I never got the, the email. No, I never got an email so, either. Yeah, I guess it's the... This podcast has gone through different uh, lives where we had the years with the Zany one yeah. for many years and all of us sitting together. Then we switched to streaming. And I feel like now we've really got the streaming nailed down yeah. or the, the rhythm of doing this podcast with you and Georgia and me in Florida. So I think this year, a chance to just push that even more is a great opportunity. Yeah. The other thing is, I just thought about this too, and this is getting a little outside the podcast and getting more into personal, but. Um, if I'm going to be coaching baseball again, um, I'm going I'm going all in here. And there's so many things about baseball that I don't know in terms of how to take a kid who's not throwing yes. right and getting to throw right. We talked about this before. It's just hard how to take a kid who can't hit a baseball and get him to hit a baseball. And even like how to how to teach kids to catch a ball. Right. Yeah. And and be able to do the things on the baseball field you want them to do and be able to coach that. Um because my hesitancy to even want to coach Silas is I feel like I don't want him to be limited by my lack of knowledge. Right? right I want him to have right. a coach who knows what he's doing. And so if I'm going to coach him again, I want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm the best coach he can have. So, so that's another thing I'm going to be looking at. In yeah. Terms of. I'm, uh, and I know, I know you got probably have some, some goals related to, yeah, uh, to Little it, League. Yeah. I mean, we played really good in the playoffs. So I want to continue that. I, I'll tell you the key is – taking the same guys every year and being able to watch them grow so it's like it doesn't matter if you have the best kids if you keep taking the same kids you get to see them grow so i want to continue that when spring ball kicks off and uh yeah as far as practices it's it's definitely for me it's the right it's going to be 10 you and it's the right age group for taking it beyond playing to let's take practices a little more serious yeah you're getting that age yeah and you're right it's how do you teach a kid to pitch right how do you teach a kid how to swing and hit a baseball how do right. you kid I'm not, this is not driveline we're not driveline right. over here and it's <laughs> no what i i'll tell you what go to youtube billy ripkin's got a ton of great oh, videos yeah and uh you can get the ripkin way certification and they got some books but yeah ripkin baseball is the way to go for coaching little league yeah and i've got a lot of lessons on that i've got some like cards here that give like coaching tips and everything yeah for how to run games okay. so i'll help you out but uh because yeah. it sounds like you coached one season and now you got a little bit of the bug. A little bit. Like I know I can build relationships. I know I can I'm a teacher. I can teach. I know I can do all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. just some of the the intricacies of the game. Um and being able to kind of relay that knowledge in ways yeah. that kids at different ability levels can kind of understand and take on. So well, well, I fell in love with it and I think you'll end up there as well. So. I know, which I'm excited about, but also a little concerned. Yeah, it's a little bit of why you avoid the deal. Because it. I know, yeah, I know I'm gonna have to be fully invested. I yes. can't just kind of do it on the side. Correct. I have to kind of be all in. Correct. It's like a second job. <laughs> it is. For as a volunteer. Yep. Yeah. So. Um All right, you got anything else in the resolution? I mean, we can wrap things up. This is we got No, I'm good. I'm good with resolutions. I did want to ask you about this spring breakout. What do they call it? The, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the spring breakout. What a cool idea. I love it. Yeah. So it is the every team 
basically puts together a minor league team of their star of their star prospects yeah. that then play each other. So the Orioles will play um, will play on March 14th. There's an Orioles spring training game, and then right after the Orioles spring training game is this spring breakout game where the Orioles' top prospects play the top prospects of the Pirates. And I don't understand. It's just one game, Orioles against the Pirates, or is this like a tournament where if you win, you go on? Um, you know, that's a great question. I thought it was a tournament, but... Yeah, or it's just kind of one game. I mean, I think it's, on its face, it's a great idea. It's a way to kind of get us to know the prospects. Uh, I like it because... I think our prospects are better than all the other prospects. So it's uh it's a good chance for us to kind of show off what we have. And it's a great opportunity. No, it is just one game. Okay. It is one seven inning game. Okay. And 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 the winner gets home field advantage for the World Series, which I think is it, cool too. It uh it I gives you it gives true. you nothing. Yeah, I know. It's just it's fun. And I feel like this is the opportunity to kind of build and grow off this too. Yeah. I mean, I would love it to be a tournament or something, but I love the idea of just that March fourteenth game. Like, I don't know why I haven't bought the Oriole tickets for that game yet. Yeah. To go see the Orioles and stick around and watch the stars. Yeah. You know, it's a great idea. And, prospects. And it leads to this other discussion about, this is talking about regular season, but the NBA did the tournament this year, and they're going to be doing more stuff like that. And you wonder if with such a long season, if baseball will try to build in some other things to kind yeah, of... Yeah, like a mid-season. To make it, other games more meaningful that normally... would Like, I don't know, who cares about spring training, but now all of a sudden, here's a reason to watch right, or, spring training. Though, will that well, prospect game will be televised by Masson? Doubt right. it. But they did that. But Pittsburgh will televise it, probably. <laughs> but it that's kind of what baseball's doing with the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, but that's once every how many years? I think every four years or two years or something. But yeah. yeah. But that's part of that whole trying to get more eyeballs during spring training yeah uh, yeah so I, yeah I think that's a great idea I think it's a great idea and I think this is a start and I think more will come from that because um, I think I think Mike Elias likes it right I would imagine management likes it as well to get show off their players and see other players and good scouting and all I that would, stuff I would assume I don't hear I don't see anything bad about it yep so yeah it's cool alright well um yeah, I mean, this episode's going to be a little shorter. It's the end of the year. There's no news. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we appreciate listeners joining us here for another year, Section 336. Yeah. Thanks, and, Coconuts. Uh, you got any recommendations for the book club? Send them along your way. Send along to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. If you have some book titles. Or if you just want to join it, send us a message on uh, on Discord. Discord will host our book club. Yeah. So if you're not on Discord yet, send me a message and I'll get you an invite to our Discord as well. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good call. And I'm still looking for new t-shirt ideas for Birdland Sports because I want to have a bunch of designs to launch when spring training kicks off in a month and a half. All right, I love it. Give the listeners some homework. Love that. So you can get homework. You can also do your homework if you haven't done it already and go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a five-star review and tell us why you love us so much and why you joined us for this past year and why you'll join us for 2024 as well. We appreciate you all. You can follow us on all your social media platforms, including Facebook and X. You can follow the show, Section 336 Show. You can follow me on X at Section 336. And you can follow Josh on X at Josh Soroka and at Birdland Sports. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Ravens. <laughs>